Good morning, 5 a.m. friends. Today is Wednesday, September 28, 2022. I am Lisa Chinati calling in from Boston, Massachusetts, where the sweater weather may be here to stay and where we're thinking of all of our friends and family members in Florida bracing for the incoming storm. If you've followed these calls during my time as a steady moderator, you likely know that I am passionate about understanding how the most successful CEOs have created their success and what their skills and talents are that they use to build those businesses. Sure, I read about and admire the big ones that we all know, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and the like, but the CEOs that I love to learn about and obsess over the most are the ones that have killer track records, who make big, bold moves, and who build insane businesses while mostly flying under the radar. I'm attracted to their desire to focus on their businesses versus the public attention and often find inspiration for things that I can do better either as a leader or as a business owner. So this morning, I thought I'd share Anders Gustafsson with all of you. I'm willing to bet that not many of you, if any of you, have ever heard of Anders or the S&P 500 company that's worth over $26 billion that he has led since 2007 called Zebra Technologies. And yes, you heard that right. This company that not many of us have heard of is worth $26 billion. Aptly named, Zebra Technologies is the largest provider of barcode scanners and project, product tracking devices in the world. If you're now picturing a barcode in your mind, you can see where the name Zebra Technologies come from. But they do so much more. Their technology is used across the world, not just as a point of sale where the barcode rings up the price, but also to track inventory in giant warehouses, to allow you to track your UPS deliveries, make sure your luggage arrives at your destination with you, and much, much more. What has Anders done that makes him worthy of being one of my favorite under-the-radar CEOs to focus on? A few things. One, in most large corporations, it is very typical for the CEO to change every five years or so. Anders has retained his position for 15 years and is still going strong. Two, Anders has grown the value of Zebra Technology stock 1,200%, essentially making millionaires out of early investors and employees who had options. Three, Anders has grown revenues from $868 million per year in 2007 to $5.16 billion in 2021. Fourth, in a ballsy move focused around growth of not just the company revenues, profits, and personnel size, Anders made the decision to acquire Motorola Solutions Enterprise Business. It wasn't just a costly acquisition financially, but also in scale and in people. At that time, Zebra had just, and if you could see the air quotes around just, 2,500 employees, while Motorola had 4,500. Think about what leadership skills it took to roll that behemoth in and up. And fifth, his personal net worth now tops $160 million. So if you're like me, you hear those stats, and you're not just mind-blown about how you have never heard of this amazing human, but also curious as to how he's achieved such human, superhuman results. I do believe that success leaves clues. We just need to be able to see them, understand them, and start to think about how we can apply those same principles to our own businesses and lives. The first quality that sticks out to me about Anders is that he's a lifelong learner. He didn't start out his career planning to be a CEO. 
He is actually an electrical engineer underneath it all and holds a master's in that. He later went on to earn an MBA, but even having a master's in electrical engineering didn't stop him from learning. When you watch some of the interviews that he has given, one of the things that he talks about is how he is constantly learning from the people around him, the people that work within his company. He is curious about their ideas and feels an important part of his role is to empower them to try out those thoughts and ideas, even when he isn't sure they're the right ones. While he is, no doubt, an insanely smart person, he openly admits that he is not the smartest person in the room for all things. And speaking of people, Anders has built a company culture of teamwork that is beyond admirable. If you read some of the blog posts that he writes on his company website, he never uses the word I when talking about the company. He always says we. All of the company's success is earned and shared by all of Zebra Nation, as he calls it. He takes no personal responsibility for any of the wins. It's never a decision he made or an action that he planned. It's always either someone in the company, a team within the company, or the company as a whole. As I started learning about Anders and thought about all of his fancy degrees and vast life experience must be a part of its success, but he actually says frequently that he relies most on his gut. The decision to purchase Motorola, for instance. All the business books you'll ever read will likely tell you that purchasing and absorbing a company almost twice the size of yours a company with its own culture, established dynamics, would be a foolish decision. That trying to have a company mesh into yours would be a feat next to impossible. Anders did it anyway. He did it based on gut instinct and believing that they would make it work. My final takeaway about Anders is similar to some of the stuff that I shared about Susan Brandt, the CEO of Dr. Seuss Enterprises. One of the things most notable about Anders Gustafson is his keen ability to continue innovating and thinking about ways that Zebra Technologies can keep growing and expanding, adding a different element to the basics of what Zebra does to innovate and constantly stay relevant in an ever-changing market. What started as barcodes evolved into luggage delivery and tracking and then into warehouse organization and optimization and inventory management. And fun fact, Zebra Technologies is also responsible for the tracking of players and the speed of the ball plays on the field in the NFL, thanks to RFID chips attached to the player's equipment. What I always find so fascinating is that no matter how big the success of the CEO or how big the company is, and no matter the industry, it seems that there are a few key areas of similarity between them. One of the biggest and the one that weighs the most heavily on my mind these days is that every iconic leader has created a company with a culture that empowers and supports its people to innovate, to think outside the box and explore new ideas. These CEOs create an environment where people don't just come up with ideas, but rather they execute on these ideas, not as individuals, but as teams. They find ways to take their main product and keep it relevant. Think Dr. Seuss going from print to TV to apps to NFTs. Think about Zebra going from barcodes in grocery stores to delivery tracking to inventory management to sports tracking. None of these companies have had massive success by keeping the same product or by discounting the price. Think about the real estate space. You can think about the tech companies like Zillow and Realtor.com or think about the brokerages like Keller Williams and EXP. All have grown. They've all innovated and morphed over the years, both consumer-facing and agent-facing. Some innovations or ideas have been hugely successful, while others not so much. But all these companies have powered through and continued to innovate, never moving into a new model where they kept the same basic offering while just discounting their price. Now think about Redfin. 
a great website, one of the most recognized and used by consumers. If you follow industry news, you know that Redfin has announced that they will be ending their commission rebates at the start of 2023. The discount is not the reason most consumers chose Redfin. Some do, but not most. So as I end this call today, I challenge each and every one of you to spend some time thinking about how you can and will innovate. How will you empower the people around you to share their thoughts and ideas with you? How will you facilitate the discussions with your customers about what they want? And how will you become the next CEO that I obsess over?